Welcome, everybody, to the Over the Barricade podcast. My name is Lee Brando, and I'm here with my faithful co-host, Ryan. We'd like to welcome you to a special edition of the Over the Barricade podcast. Hang on. I don't even get a last name when you do the introductions. This is messed up. You you get a nickname. I give you extra nicknames. I give you a full name. That's fine. I don't care. Would you like me to do it over? No, we're okay. we're started now. I didn't think you say you say your last name. No, I, I say my last name every single oh. time. Faithful <laughs> listener of the program will will be able to to find this. This is our Thanksgiving special. Continue. Oh, yes, um, <clears throat> uh, I, I'm gonna go right back into my spiel. Welcome to our special. Welcome to a special. You've got me all messed up now. <laughs> welcome to a special edition of the over the barricade podcast this week we're gonna break format and we're gonna do um something a little out there something unique um we're not gonna hit the weekly news uh items in the world of wrestling instead we're going to rely on your knowledge of wrestling to do something a little bit different as a little housekeeping we'll do survivor series and our survivor series uh review of everything that's happened uh survivor series and the Everything with Raw and SmackDown since then, uh, ROH, uh, Ring of Honor. We will take care of that next week when we return back to normal. When we wake up from our food coma. uh, Watch out for the tryptophan. (laughs) As Ryan said, uh, this is our Thanksgiving Day special. We usually release on Thursday, um, so we will release this, I guess, on Thanksgiving Thursday. It's a great Thanksgiving miracle, Charlie Brown. It's the greatest wrestling Thanksgiving tradition since Survivor Series. That is a heck of a... That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) That's a lot of endorsement. 31 Survivor Series in. Perhaps we should tell them what we're going to do. We're going to do something this week called SmackDown Cinema. That's right. It's alliterative, but not uh, whatever the term for starts with the same letter is. Um, Starts with the same sound. (laughs) (laughs) What? Can you please continue on? Okay, SmackDown Cinema is where we use the current WWE roster, with maybe a few extras, and we take a Hollywood movie, and we have to book the plot of a Hollywood movie as it were a WWE wrestling angle that could be played out over several weeks and lead up to a big payoff at a pay-per-view event. So we've got some uh, reader-provided, listener-provided, not reader-provided. Nobody reads a podcast. We- I mean, I guess they could, but who's who is dictating our podcasts? Uh, <laughs> uh, would you like so? How would you would you like to hand me a? I see the stack. Uh huh. Would you like to hand me one, and then I will say what it is and give a brief synopsis of what happened in the movie. What if you you want to pick one at random? I mean, picking one at random for me is just you picking one and giving to it, giving it to me. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to pick them in order. <laughs> this is a heck of a choice to start us out. Where this is going to really test the uh, the format, the, the the theory behind this episode. Test the metal as it were. Um, so the the first film I've been handed is which we have to book as a wrestling angle. Which we have to book as a wrestling angle is the 1970s musical classic, Grease, uh, which, of course, is based off of a Broadway show, if I remember my uh, history correctly. Sure. Uh, it stars John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, basically two high schoolers who have a bit of a summer fling. They end up in the same school together. They're from Sh- different worlds. 
pretty much she's Australian. He's not. Um, I don't know if she's Australian in the movie, is she? I think she is. Okay, well then Emma. (laughs) (laughs) She's more Emmalina at first. She becomes Emma at the end of the movie. Basically, the two... We're already booking it. (laughs) I think we are already booking it. The two basically are going back and forth with all their friends and having shenanigans. And um, By the the end of it... She likes her, she likes him, but they both must change. He's got to stop being a greaser and she's got to stop being a goody two-shoe for them to get together. So what ends up happening basically is she becomes she becomes what he likes and not the other way around. Yeah, basically. He it's, tries, it's a horrible moral to, to teach fair, your daughter. To be fair, he tries. He he is wearing a letterman jacket at That's the true. end of it and he did really try and He gives up smoking for 10 seconds. Just about. Uh there's a there's a pregnancy scare in this movie. Uh, oh, there's... I forgot about the secondary characters. Who's going to be Kanicki? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Would you clearly Zack Ryder? Would you like to get started on? I, I'm going to kind of let you start with this because you have you're better at this than I. You're a great idea, man. <laughs> I, I I have been uh, allegedly. <laughs> Uh, I've been accused of being a great idea man. Okay, so let's um geez, it would probably help if we watched these movies first. I mean, I've seen all of these movies. I mean, I've seen them, but okay. So it starts off um with Summer Lovin', which is basically a recap of uh John Travolta and Olivia Newton's John uh Summer Fling before they start the school year. So we would have to have um like right before a commercial break uh, on a random episode of Raw or SmackDown, we would have to have uh, a male and a female talent kind of scene canoodling in the summer um, that typically aren't shown on screen together. Uh, obviously, we're going to use Emma for Olivia Newton-John. Yes, it just fits too well. And 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 she would come back as Emmalina. She'd be a little bit more fancy and wear dresses and everything like that. So picture Emmalina. And then... Uh, we tried. What is his, what is uh, John Travolta's character's name? Uh, Danny. Danny. Danny Zuko. That's Danny's, it. Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko will be uh, will be represented as jeez, uh, who should we do? Who's got F- Fandango? <laughs> You're going with a dancing bit. Emelina and Fandango would be too well together. Yeah, that's true. Um, Deuce and Domino are a bit on the nose. Oh, I got it. Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I like where you're going. This is a weird angle, but I, I like where you're going. Yeah, so people are like, wait a second. Why is Rusev talking to Emelina? And they seemed kind of close. And then we don't see him again next week. Instead, Rusev is out hanging with his friends, Aiden English and Zack Ryder. Machka. <laughs> Rusev day. And uh, and Emelina's out hanging out with... Uh, well, who are, who are some female talents she'd be hanging out Summer with? Summer Rae before she was released. Right, but who is, um, oh, God, what's her name? The uh, the girl, it starts with an R. We should look this up. I don't know who you're talking about. The girl who uh, might be pregnant later on in the movie. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Ra, uh, it's not Roz. What the heck is her name? There's Frenchie, but that's not it. No. Ah, uh, dang it. Hold on, IMDb to the rescue. Hold on, it's gonna come to me before I even see it. Probably. Um, Rizzo. 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 So Rizzo 
she's kind of like punkier for the 50s um so who would that who who would be rizzo i'm gonna go with bailey no bailey is frenchy Bailey, Bailey is Frenchy. Bailey is Frenchy. Bailey is Frenchy. Why is it so obvious? You know who? You know who's Rizzo? It's Sasha Banks. Sasha She's the boss. She is. Yep. Sasha Banks is Rizzo. She is the boss. Okay. So, um, wow, these are actors of age. <laughs> I'm looking at IMDb. This movie came out in 1978. I know, but it's timeless. <laughs> yes, but the actors are not. Okay. So, um. So Bailey and Sasha Banks are talking to Emelina, and they're kind of like, "So what did you do this summer, right?" And then uh, I'm sorry, I'm picturing Rusev dancing and singing "Summer Lovin'," and it's the greatest thing. Which, please, can this happen? <laughs> please go on. And uh, who do we say? Aiden English and uh, and Zack Ryder are talking to Rusev, and they're like, "What did you do this summer?" And they they both kind of talk about how they had some fling, and you could even do this. Kind of you, you do the two interviews and then you end it kind of split screen, kind of how they intercut in the movie, and then uh, then we have the superstar shakeup, right? And even though uh, all those girls were on Smack or all those guys were on SmackDown, all those girls are on Raw. Now they're all in the same brand. It's like the superstars. It's kind of like <laughs> Two Hundred Five Live. <laughs> It's it's kind of like they're uh, Rusev's they're, really cut some weight. They're going to the same high school now. Um, so so basically, uh, where do we go from here, Ryan? Throwing it <laughs> off to you. I I'm not as good at this as you are. Um, I mean, so your gimmick would have to be most of the early stages of this are backstage because yeah. you're really you're setting up a lot of this. You have to do some kind of pre-taped work here. I think we have to usur- we have to take out the racing element like the grease lightning, fix up the car and race with having a match. Having a match um So I'd Danny see- Zuko in the movie has a rival that he wants to race, right? And so Rusev has to have a rival that he's got to beat up to impress or in his mind impress Emelina. I feel like I'm stealing from an older bit or an older actual kind of happened, but don't you feel like Dolph Ziggler would actually be that character? Yes. Even though, like, we saw this kind of happen and Dolph Ziggler is now with Danny Zuko, a.k.a. Rusev's ex, which happens to be Lana. We have now replaced that storyline. We've made it better, (laughs) and the only thing we've changed is we've swapped out Summer Rae for Emelina. Um, Grease is the word. So anyway, it's, this is all leading up to a big dance, which we'll just call the Royal Rumble. Sure. Okay. And um, basically, you know, Rusev tries to take Emelina out on a date, but it doesn't go well because he's kind of a got a hard edge to him and she's a goody two-shoe and she just thinks he wants one thing and maybe he does. Uh, so it doesn't go as planned. So he decides that he's going to change his ways. He shaves his chest. <laughs> he he really becomes handsome Rusev. He becomes handsome Rusev. An upstanding. He starts wearing a tuxedo. Well, I don't know if he's wearing a tuxedo. He's, he's wearing suits. Wearing, he's, he's wearing, wearing suits. suits. He's not wearing a tuxedo. Let's not get crazy. And uh, he stops hanging out with uh, Zack Ryder and Native English. And um, 
they don't like that, so they sneak attack him, which kind of, we're, we're straying away from the movie now. <laughs> a little bit, but you have to do some things to work with the, work with the, the what you're given. Although, there there is a subplot here where Zack Ryder almost impregnates Sasha Banks. It's a weird, weird subplot. It, it was, it, it's up there with, like, Katie Vick weird. Maybe not that weird. Hang on now. That's a bit much. So... We've got to we got to push this along. We got to get okay, there. We're okay. we're dragging a little what, too much what, in the what, middle. What's the, what's like a big part of the movie? What's well what's the, the dance part? where he ends up dancing. He's dancing at first uh, with in this case it would be Rusev dancing with Emelina, and then he would then be dancing with Lana, who's his ex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you could do kind of a big angle because the, they're like competing against. Uh, these other teams. So I could say you could do, well, I don't know, maybe maybe you do like a mixed uh, tag team tournament. You know, just small, like a small tag team tournament culminates yeah. at the Royal Rumble. Like instead four of, teams. Yeah, you're you probably... Gender. So you start eight teams. They're on both shows. They work their way through the rankings. That's good, and yeah. Emelina gets hurt. Ooh. Gets, gets hurt. And now suddenly Rusev needs a partner. And... The only person that's willing to step up and help him based on his past behavior is the person who knows him best, who he suddenly has the most chemistry with. That's Lana. That's Lana. And there becomes this this rift as Emelina sees what happens she, between Lana and Rusev. And Rusev and Lana, they win. They win this tournament. Well, there's there's one moment here where I just I see Emelina kind of sitting by the by the ramp to the stage and she's peering into the ring and in the ring rusev staring at her he, he loves her he has feelings for her but he's spun around by lana and they start to dance and rusev's back is now to emelina and lana is looking over rusev's shoulder and she's staring at emelina as emelina gasps and crawls to the back and the next few weeks after the Royal Rumble are just him trying to make it up to her. Trying and, to shape up and be the man because his heart is set on her. <laughs> and it, you know, they have, they're starting to have, there's starting to be some friction there. And whatever the pay-per-view now is between... WrestleMania? <laughs> no, 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 between the Rumble and Mania. Whatever that, that pay-per-view oh, yeah. is. that With the stop on the road to WrestleMania. Roadblock end of the line. Roadblock... Roman You're, Reigns end of the line. Roman Roman block end of the road. Um end of the Cody end of Rhodes. The, Cody Rhodes. The American Dream. Dusty. Um this went weird. Uh, more so than usual. So basically they get to a point where the for some reason mixed tag matches are the only way I can manage to book this correctly. That's fine. It's a it's it's Emelina and Rusev. They're back in a mixed tag match, but it, it's it's Rusev. He's trying. He does try to do too much, and they lose to Dolph Ziggler and Lana. Ooh. And Emelina, after everything she's tried to do, it's just she's just it's not working. She disappears off TV, and Rusev is just destroyed. And Dolph Ziggler's letting him hear it, and it leads us to this WrestleMania match where Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev, Lana in Ziggler's corner, nobody. Nobody is in is in Rusev's, Rusev's corner. corner and he's fighting he's trying to get through and he's 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 struggling and all of a sudden this new weird music hits and nobody knows who it is they turn back 
and it's it's Emmalina, but now she's just Emma. Emma. And she drives out in a 1950s black, white, and red Cadillac convertible. Which is the best rest spot of all time. And her being there, and she takes out Lana, who's been dealing who's been getting involved in the match and causing problems for Rusev. And she takes off out the Lana. Distraction, Dolph Ziggler turns around. Turns around Rusev Machka. And Rusev yes. Crush. And Rusev wins. And Rusev wins. And, and Rusev jumps and Emma. into the ring. And she jumps into his arms. And he holds her up like Savage held up Miss Elizabeth. And the crowd goes wild. And then they get into the 1950s vintage black, white, and red Cadillac convertible. And they drive up the ramp and off into the sunset. No, really, though. They, they WWE broke broke out the budget on this one. They, go, they fly. They and start that, flying. They start, and that, my friends... Is SmackDown Cinema? That's that's Greece. That's Greasev. 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 Uh, so that's one. We so have a we, big pile we, here. You so want to do one more? Uh, we should do. I think we have time to do two more. Okay, I think we should do this one. This you have pulled one of my favorite movies of all time, and a part of me think that's why you pulled it. <laughs> it's one of my favorites too. I have been handed the cult classic from 2010, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, starring. Ooh. Michael Sarah as Scott Pilgrim, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Ramona Flowers, and then a host of others, including but not limited to Chris Evans pre Captain America and Brandon Ralph Brandon post Ralph Superman post Superman, um, and it, it's a just fabulous movie. Um, you want to go over the base uh, base plot? Oh, this is such a weird movie to do uh, a <laughs> quick Greece synopsis wasn't. on. Basically, uh, Greece was way easier than this. So Scott Pilgrim is a 23-year-old in Canada who is living with his... I think I know who Scott Pilgrim is going to be playing. Hang on, let me, let me finish. Does he, Scott does Pilgrim is, is played by Michael Sarah. He is going nowhere in his life. He is living with his... Uh, his Quote, his best friend, his gay roommate, Wallace Wells, who's played by a McCulkin. Or a, a Culkin. Yeah, it's a Culkin, not McCulkin. Um, he's played by a Culkin. And <laughs> hang on, let me finish. You're dying and you're killing me he's here. He's played by a Caucasian Culkin. <laughs> As most of them are. Basically, his life's not really going anywhere. He's dating a high school girl named Knives Chow who's 17 years old, and suddenly... (laughs) Suddenly... (laughs) And we're back after we almost died. Um, He's dating a high school girl. He then meets this crazy girl who's from out of town, Ramona Flowers. She's kind of punky, and she's hot. And totally not interested at first. He has a very awkward introduction, and then, after a little bit of charm, his little weird, awkward charm... Uh, the two of them start dating. He then realizes he has to fight off her seven evil exes. And this is, in, in my head, this is incredibly unfair how easy this is to book with the current WWE roster. Anyway, continue. Seven evil exes in order to actually continue dating Ramona. And he goes through eventually breaking up with his high school girlfriend. And then fights his way through the seven evil exes, video game style. Um... All the way up through the final boss, Gideon Graves. And it is 
it is a wonderful movie. Um, can we please book this? We I spent five minutes trying to trying to do the synopsis and not die. Okay, I really, I swear, I didn't know how great this was going to be until you started going through the synopsis. Clearly, Scott Pilgrim is going to be played by Sami Zayn. Oh, it's so perfect! I didn't understand why you were laughing so hard. And I was laughing so hard because the name of this SmackDown cinema is going to be Ska Pilgrim vs. The World Wrestling Entertainment. So is Wallace Wells Kevin Owens? Yes! <laughs> yes! So Wallace 100%. Wells is Kevin Owens. Or he could be Gideon. Could could be either. No, because they were never friends. Okay, okay, okay. So I I, I don't I don't agree I feel like most of the villain like chief villains in this are gonna be authority figures. Yes. Um I, I we'll get to who oh, we'll oh, get I know to who who's, Gideon is. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Gideon's at the end, so let's let's work our way through. Scott is Sammy Scott Zane. Pilgrim, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. Kevin Owens is Wallace Wells. The roommate. Yes. I forgot to mention he's in a band. And he's the bass player in a band with, uh, with, uh, Steven Stills, Steven Stills, the talent, uh, young Kim, Neil, Kim Pine, Kim Pine, who's the drummer and yep. young Neil, uh, who owns the house or who, whose house they he, practice he, in. He's the Justin Casest. Yes, he is the Justin Casest bassist. Um, and okay. <laughs> of all the people in the WWE. That would have seven X's in the WWE, and who's a little bit punky and a little bit on the edge. I think it's only fitting that Ramona Flowers is going to be played by Paige. True. No, you're absolutely right. Sami Zayn and Paige is, is Ramona Sammy Flowers. Sami Zayn falls in love with Paige while he's dating Nia Jax or Knives Chow, whatever her name is. <laughs> I feel like Knives Chow... Well, because Knives Chow plays an important role later. So That's I feel true. like we should actually make her somebody. Um, okay. I feel like Knives Chow is Bailey. Okay. okay. I think very you know, very innocent. Um, very. That's true. Uh, she is very innocent. Yeah. Turns on the rage when she has to, I guess. Yeah. Um, and let's go through our seven evil exes. I must actually pull this list up. We but I can to... tell you, evil ex number one... Is it's, Matthew Patel, who Indian. is who is Indian and is a who is a who's dressed like a pirate and who has like demon sorcerer pa- sorcerer pa- sorcerer powers. Right, but we're, we're booking this in wrestling, so we're going to take out all the supernatural you... stuff. And I think it's only fitting that the first evil X is Jinder Mahal, and Sami Zayn has to get through Jinder Mahal if he really wants to go out with Paige. He's got to go through the seven evil Alexas. And the first one, didn't you read the email? <laughs> he skimmed it. <laughs> yeah. Is Jinder Mahal. Um, so basically what happens is Sami Zayn goes to this ska show. Or it's wrestling. So he invites a ska band to play him out live. And as he's coming to the ring, Jinder Mahal's music hits. And he cuts off the ska band and he comes out and he says, you know, you're trying to impress Paige. I saw, you know, everything you've been saying to her. If you want her, you've got to go through me. And Sami Zayn goes, you dated this guy? (laughs) And And Paige just is like, Paige just kind of shrugs her shoulders. 
which I can totally see her doing that. Uh, and then he, so he he wrestles Jinder Mahal, former WWE champion, and um, it's pretty difficult, but he does get the upper hand. Um, and then who, who? The second evil X is Lucas Lee, who is in the movie betray, uh, portrayed by Chris Evans. Oh, okay, okay. So this guy is like movie star ex pro skater, and he's like total jock, right? It's the Miz. Oh, it's so the Miz. It is the Miz. It's so the Miz. It's movie star. Okay. It is absolutely the Miz. Lucas Lee is a former skateboarder who is a movie star uh, at this point. Swap he has out his own skateboarder with real world contestants. And swap out whatever movie he was filming at the time with uh, the Marine. <laughs> the Marine 3 or whatever. The Marine yeah. franchise. Marine franchise. <laughs> it has five movies. It's a franchise. So they go through and he has his stunt doubles. Step oh, in, which is got, the Miz Oh my god, this is so good. And it ends up being a handicap match, but at the end, uh, Sami Zayn manages to get the upper hand by... By outsmarting. By outsmarting, getting a, maybe an outside distraction, uh, and ends up winning that match as well. Our third evil X is Todd Ingram, who is the vegan-based, and uh, he is played by Brandon Routh. In the movie, um, geez, if only there were a vegan wrestler. I think that's too on the nose. He's he's never going to be a heel. I don't see how that would work for Sami Zayn in this case. I'm talking about Austin Aries. Oh, that's way better. I was thinking of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> no, I'm talking about if there's anybody that goes out and promotes his plant-powered physique as superior as a superior way to live, as Todd, what'd you say, Ingram? Yes. Does in this movie. He gets all of his powers from being a vegan. And so he's going out there and he's saying, hey, I'm the third I'm the third ex you have to go through if you want to date Paige. Then you have to go through me. And Sami Zayn, they're wrestling, they're wrestling, they're wrestling. And finally, Sami Zayn just can't get the upper hand. And finally, they wrestle out to the announcer's table where uh, we're where Michael Cole is is eating some beef jerky. And he takes a piece of that beef jerky and he shoves it in Austin Aries' mouth. Now, what do vegans hate more than meat? They hate dried, processed, chemically-induced meat that is jerky. Chemically-induced meat. Yes. And irradiated or whatever it is. And, um, and immediately, Austin Aries starts just dry heaving and he's and he's and he's around ringside and he can't do it and then you know the ref is counting one two three he's all the way up seven eight nine and on nine Sami Zayn slides back into the ring and Aries is counted out as he's trying to recover from tasting beef jerky okay that that fits I'll go with that evil x number four and notice if you haven't seen this movie I have not said ex-boyfriend that's that's correct. Because Evil X number four is Roxanne Roxy Richter, uh, Ramona's fourth Evil X and ex girlfriend and former college roommate. Um, this she is- has she has she has a ninja background, and she is good with a sword. Um, she also is really bad with the puns. Um, it's Becky Lynch. See, I was going to say it's a little known fact that Paige actually used to roommate with Ronda Rousey. 
Okay, now we're, that's too far. I can't. We, we, too we, far of a stretch, it's even though too she's far, training? It's too far of a stretch. Okay. Becky Lynch? I could see Becky Lynch. Although, t- if you physically, she looks like a Natalia. Or Dana Brooke. Or, oh, Dana Brooke. Yes. No, the physically, the character on the, in the movie looks like Dana Brooke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that we can was, go Becky Lynch if you want. I, I feel like Becky Lynch is more, is, I feel like that's, you know what? Let's give it to Dana Brooke. Let's, let's throw her bone. Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke, it would be a surprise. Dana Brooke being the fourth evil ex would be a surprise. And she comes out and she's like, what? You didn't think I was going to be one of the exes you had to face? And Sami Zayn is all like, but you're I don't, a girl and girls I don't are hit, soft. I don't hit girls. Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> what, what do I, I do? do? And wow, This is so good. And Paige steps in and, and fights the fight. And, and she does. Uh, Sami Zayn is the manager here. Gets the win over Dana Brooke. Um, and... We move on to Evil X number five. Well, first, after that, we have a backstage segment where Sami Zayn is at catering. Yes, this is this has been really wearing on Sami Zayn because no relationship is worth this. No, he. I mean, he. All yeah. his dirty laundry, all his sexy laundry, has been aired out in the public. And 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 he's been fighting, but is it really worth it? They haven't even gone out yet. He likes her, but he just doesn't know. It's not really doing a whole lot for his career. No. And, you know, he doesn't feel very happy. And they have a bit of a, a tiff. Um, that Paige wins the match. and uh, But it ends up being an argument in the back. Mm-hmm. And we don't see the two together. Actually, not for, for at least a week. For probably, I would say probably two or three weeks. Probably two or three weeks. Two or three weeks. In fact, we don't see Paige at all. That's Paige, right. MIA from TV for three weeks. She comes back. But different hair color. Different hair color. She seems to change her hair like every three weeks. Um, Get over it, dude. But in the meantime, we have found out that there are two evil exes. The next time through, her fifth and sixth evil exes are twins. And in the movie and in the in the com- in the uh, graphic novel, what this is based off of, it's Kyle and Ken Katianagi, who are two DJs who actually perform together. And it's up to Scott in the movie, or in this case, Sammy, to put his team together to take on the Katinagi twins. Who in the world are the Katinagi twins? Well, I think the obvious answer is the Usos. Oh, you're right. That is the obvious answer. And the correct one. And the correct one. Um, because but, but Sammy just can't face the Usos alone. No, he, he needs his... Uh, he needs the rest of his team behind him. He needs at least it's got to be a, at least a tag match, right? I could say I would say yeah, it, let's let's make it a tag match with a manager. Okay. Um who's who's going to be the the partner and who's going to be the manager? Hmm. So in the in the movie, it's his band, right, that he plays with. Correct, which is Steven Stills and Kim Pine. Right, so we need uh, we need Kim Pine for the manager, who I'd happy to be Becky Lynch. Yeah, I think Becky Lynch fits the Kim Pine role better. As well. Yeah, and Stephen Stills. We already made Kevin Owens uh, the roommate. Yes, yeah, who's kind of the, in the room. We should say like there's a bunch of backstage segments ongoing through this whole thing where where Kevin Owens just kind of like 
Um, Kevin Owens is really doing his own thing. He's doing his own thing, but, but he's he, there. He's he's there. He's, Sammy's bouncing his frustrations off of Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens is kind of just being like, "Yeah, that's great, but uh, can you get lost? I really need the the locker room." Yeah, WWE. Just because they're not in a program together doesn't mean they can't talk to each other. So we we really need that tag team partner to be Stephen Stills, who's kind of a, he's kind of gruff looking. And um jeez, I just don't who 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 could be Sami Zayn's tag team partner to take on the Well, he Uso is the talent. Team. He is the talent. He is the talent, but he's not very confident in himself. That's true. But who would be the best person to be the talent to team up with Sami Zayn? Now, let's take the non-confidence out of there cuz I don't think that's going to be realistic with who yeah. we're looking at. Honestly, I have a I have a, a this would be a surprise partner. That comes out, and I feel like it would have to be AJ Styles. He's the talent. For a one-off match, you could definitely do this. I was thinking Rockstar. Rockstar Spud? The Rockstar. Oh. Shinsuke Nakamura. You can't just say Rockstar. Now with Rock... (laughs) We talked about Rockstar Spud last week. We can't do that. I know, I know. Um, But AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura, which one? I'll go Nakamura. Let's go Nakamura. I'll go Nakamura. He's the rock star. He's the talent. Oh, He's yeah. the artist formerly known as. And if you think as... about it, musically, because in, in the movie, they don't really fight physically. They fight with their musical styles. So you could have Sami Zayn in the ring. The Usos across the ring from him. The Usos are doing their back and forth rap promo, which is always cool. And then... Ska music. <laughs> and then... Shinsuke Nakamura comes out, and the crowd goes crazy, and his music and his light show comes out, and then it's a tag team match between the two, and obviously um, Zayn gets the win. Zayn and Nakamura. Zayn gets the pin uh, to to really put it over the top, but he finds Paige in the back. He does. He go, he's going back to celebrate his win, and as he walks backstage, he catches out of the corner of his eye Paige and. But she's, she's she's with somebody. She's not alone. Yeah, she she's with somebody. And I think I know who she's with. Who 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 would that be? It's Bobby Roode. Oh, no, it is Bobby Roode. It's and totally Bobby Roode. There's no way Sami Zayn can beat Bobby Roode. In the in the story, Gideon Gordon Graves or G-Man Graves, or Gideon Glorious Gideon Graves, I don't know. <laughs> He's all about the big moment. He's about being what's cool. He is, cannot do anything small. He does everything extravagant. In, in fact, huge. In fact, he's the one that's banded all these exes together. Absolutely. And he's he's the one that's orchestrated this whole thing. This to has prove been a point. his glorious league of evil exes. It is. And he has been the puller of the strings, the master, the mastermind, the puppeteer. He has been the glorious planner, champion, and CEO of this group. Oh, he has. And he just makes Sami Zayn feel like garbage. It's, you know, I'm glad we finally got a chance to meet. I know, you know, I've missed I've missed Paige so much, and you know, you kept her safe for me. So thanks. So thank you. I really mean it. I'm really. He's really a nice guy. And um, he's 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 really telling Sammy like, look, good good try, but 
you know, she's with me now, and that's it. And this leads to a couple of weeks. And it's weird, too, because you notice Paige is very faithfully at Bobby Roode's side, which is very uncharacteristic because the whole time, this this last, you know, eight, nine weeks, she's been interested in Sammy Zane. So why is she all of a sudden so... So, so we get a couple of weeks of, of Sammy just... He's in a funk. He is in the worst of funks. He just feels like it's all his fault. And he's he's lost, he loses a few big matches in a row. Mm-hmm. And it just, something's not right. And it hits him. He needs to go get this girl. In fact, Kevin Owens is like, dude, you just need to go. You just need to go tell her how you feel. You just need to go do it. And she... He calls out Bobby Roode, demands that Bobby Roode comes out from the back. He does. And Roode comes out, and they have a bit of a back and forth. And and he's like, you want me to fight you? For her? And they, it is decided. And Sammy's like, was that not obvious? Yeah. And they agree to a match. Big pay-per-view match. Big at, blow At WrestleMania. I mean, sure. I, I didn't want every match to end at WrestleMania. I was trying to maybe give Survivor Series a pop, but at SummerSlam. Okay, we'll we'll let it end at SummerSlam. Uh, Summer Lovin' would have been a better one. SummerSlam would have been better for Greece. That's true. It had to start at SummerSlam. That's true. Anyway, we're 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 we're, we're on this now. We're on Scott Pilgrim versus the WWE. S- Scott Pilgrim versus the 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 World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, and they go to this match. But it can't just be any match. It has to be a glorious match. So in that Is case... Is that like a last man standing match? or Yes. Okay. We're going to make this a glorious last man standing match. And they, they fight it out. They fight hard. And they keep pushing through. And we never talked about Knives Chow again. After the very intro. Because this is where she plays a big role. That's true. The background of all this has been... Has been Bailey, Bailey's, kind of in the background. She feels jaded. She actually once Sami Zayn broke up with her. She actually started dating Sami Zayn's other friend, who um, who I guess would be I don't know. Pick somebody. Um, somebody quiet, somebody a bit reserved, somebody. Samoa Joe. No. <laughs> I think not. I think that's I think that's not gonna work. That's I reaching. mean we're talking like we're talking like low Carter. Like Okay, okay. We're okay. we're really we're going we're we're having to kind of dig towards the bottom of the roster. So maybe um, like a two oh five live guy. Yeah. Uh let's let's say Jack Gallagher. Okay, yeah. Jack mm-hmm. Gallagher I think fits that. He steps into that role nicely. So She's been dating Jack Gallagher this whole time, but she's been watching. She's been in the background. And she's she's just like, and Sami Zayn will walk past her and Gallagher in the back, and she'll like put a big kiss on Gallagher to try to get Sami Zayn's attention, but he, he would just ignore it because he's dealing with his own problems. We get to the glorious last man standing she, match. By the and way, Bailey's also dyed her hair exactly like Paige's at this point. Paige is at ringside for this match. Mm-hmm. Think like... Hogan versus Savage with Miss Elizabeth at ringside. Yeah. Paige is in... She's actually in Bobby Roode's corner for this match. She starts out in Bobby Roode's corner, and during the match, 
It's back and forth. It's brutal. These two. Oh, they're going 30 minutes. Crazy. And suddenly, out of nowhere, Bailey attacks Paige. And the two get to scuffling on the outside. And Sami Zayn, being a good guy, goes over to just try and stop him to, 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 to make sure they're okay. And gets hit from behind. Steel chair right to the back. Jeez, that and, dastardly and Bobby, Roode Bobby Roode stands over top of him. The ch- crowd chanting doing the glorious. glorious pose. Over top of him. And Zane, you see him, he tries to get up and he falls back down. And the count's going four, five. And Zane tries to get up and he falls right back down. Just can't do it. Six, seven. He looks up at Paige. Paige, stop fighting with Bailey. They've gotten their stuff together. And he gets the strength from within. Eight. Nine. Hits his foot on the ground. And the comeback begins. Sami Zayn gets up. But he knows. He knows that he's got to bring out his inner most vicious side if he's really going to fight for his woman if he's really gonna fight Bobby Roode and win over Paige's heart he's really gotta go all out and so from his tights he pulls out an El Generico mask and he puts it on and some may say this is Nega Zane he gained the power of self-confidence. He did. And he starts... Ooh, he's, he's feeling it. His arms are going. And he starts dancing around the ring. And Bobby Roode doesn't know what to make of it. And all of a sudden, Sami Zayn, with the halluva kick, with the blue thunder bomb. With another halluva kick for good measure. For good measure. He puts him down. One. Two. All the way up. Eight. Nine. And Roode can't move. Ten. It's game over. And Sami Zayn rips off his El Generico mask. Paige jumps in the ring. Sami Zayn is the last man standing. Ska music blares through the arena. Scene. (laughs) And that was Ska Pilgrim versus the World Wrestling Entertainment. I think that's pretty good. I think so, too. Do you want to ruin it and do one more? How much time do we have? I mean, a few minutes, but, I mean, is there an easy one on there? Oh, yeah, there's an easy one. I had a feeling that's the one you were going to go for. The chosen choice. The chosen choice. The Wrestler. <laughs> the Wrestler starring Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. Marissa Tomei, and Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, the Wrestler is an incredibly sad movie. Um Basically, Mickey Rourke is playing a uh, an, an aged professional wrestler who had his time in the spotlight in the 80s. Huge name in the 80s. Um, one of the biggest around. He plays Randy the Ram Robinson. And after all those years, you know, he, he just fell out of favor. People just didn't want... The big company just didn't want him anymore. And he's struggling to keep the dream alive. And he's in his 50s and he's walking into these bingo halls and these, you know, VFW halls. And he's seeing these other guys around him who have aged with him. 
guys who can't walk anymore, guys who can Need barely remember what's going bags. on. Like it's it's a really rough scene, and he's just seeing all this pain and misery around him, but he can't give up the dream. And he gets a chance to take on his former rival, a rematch of a famous Madison Square Garden match against a wrestler named the Ayatollah, who was his chief opponent. Think Iron Sheik to Hulk Hogan. Which is pretty much, I think, what they were going for. Yeah. It is in front of a Ring of Honor crowd, in a Ring of Honor ring. Biggest crowd he's been in front of in years. And to keep the dream alive, he doesn't realize it at the time but he has to give up the things that are most important to him his family his any chance at really happiness outside of it because he knows he's only been put on earth to do one thing he finds out during the movie that he if he continues to wrestle he will probably die yeah he suffers a massive heart attack and um he's told to never wrestle again never train again he's got to stop putting drugs and steroids in his body um and that pretty much takes him out of the game um and for you know a little bit he tries to sew his life back together he tries to he gets uh, close get reacquainted with his daughter his estranged daughter he tries to um legitimize his relationship with the stripper played played by Remersa Tomei he uh he also he's putting more hours in at his at his day job which yeah, he's, he's he works at a grocery store. He's working in the deli at a grocery store trying to get more hours, yeah. trying to make more money. He's you know willing to start trying to put the wrestling behind him and then everything starts going sour. And as soon as it goes sour, he realizes he's got to turn to it because he doesn't have anything else in his life worth he in his mind worth paying attention to anymore. He loses his daughter, he loses any chance at any other happiness and um the assuming you've seen it, if you haven't, I guess spoiler alert, it's been it's ten years old. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie. All these movies, great movies. He uh he goes to do his his finisher, which is a top rope, I think it's a splash. It's uh he kind of it's like a diving headbutt and he puts his arms up to look like ram horns and he does kind of a flying diving headbutt off the top rope. And he can feel like his heart's maybe given out during this match. He hasn't told anybody about this. And the last scene in the movie is him. You can hear his heartbeat, and you see him go up to the top rope. And he looks around, and there's nobody around him that he loves, and he takes the jump, and that's when the screen goes to black. And we're left to essentially imagine whether he survived or whether that was the end. It so, is. It is. It is a. It's a heavy movie. It's a very heavy movie, and it's not. I've seen it twice in my life. Ooh, I've seen it like. I've only seen it twice. Times. I've only seen it twice because it is really hard to watch. Yeah. Um, this movie came out a couple of years right after I got into pro wrestling, and it's a really hard look at a lot of these guys after the spotlight dims. Yeah, it's a it's really good. It's Darren Aronofsky. He's the director and writer. Um, he did Pi. He did Black Swan. Um, Requiem for a Dream. So he's you know bona fide. I think I got all that right. <laughs> yes, all three of those movies were Aronofsky movies. Um, so if we're going to do this in the WWE, in the modern day, I would nominate Kane to be Randy the Ram. Because he could legitimize, he could do his job as corporate Kane, right? You could you could have segments with him like that. We're not going to copy, you know. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. Plot point. It's not going to be frame by frame or uh, right. wrestling recreation because 
it's just not how it can't be that heavy it could never be that heavy nobody would want to watch it but you could have at the end him take a big move and the lights go out and then the lights come back on and he's gone you know kind of an undertaker-esque move well that's what i was thinking because they could be doing a rematch from when undertaker and kane fought at madison square garden at wrestlemania 20 except you know we're getting close to wrestlemania 35 and the spotlight has dimmed on them. Well, not so much the Undertaker, but they're 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 old, right? And um, you know, Kane he tries to come back, tries to do the wrestling thing, suffers a health scare. He comes back and he's working on the corporate end of things until um, you know, and he and he's also at the same time trying to uh, repair his relationship with uh, Lita. Interesting choice. Yeah. Well, you remember when they got married, right? Yeah. Let's <laughs> she... let's move along. This is getting weird now. So he's trying to do all that, and eventually she, you know, scorns him. She doesn't want anything to do with him, and he knows that the only thing he was meant to do, like you said, was be in that ring and be a wrestler. So he rips off his suit. He tell he goes up to whoever the general manager is. He goes up to Stephanie McMahon. And says, "I quit." As corporate Kane, I am the demon. And he goes back out to the ring. He's Finn Balor? Yes. Um, well, he's the devil's favorite demon. Or is that he, The big red monster? He's the, the big, big red, red machine? I'm the big red machine. And uh, he goes back out to the ring, and he calls out for, uh, for WrestleMania, The Undertaker. Or for a Madison Square Garden show, The Undertaker. Um, and they go into their match... And the Undertaker, uh, you know, they're wrestling and everything like that. And the Undertaker grabs him by the throat and he kind of sees that Kane is not doing so well. And he kind of, you know, gives him a, a look. The, the fans can see the Undertaker's legitimately concerned. And he picks him up for the big choke slam and he drops him down. The lights go out. That's how, he, that's how, that's the wrestler with wrestling. Kane. Interesting. Kind of left it on a dim note, but I, I don't think we have time to do another one. Do you want to go an hour? No, no, no. I think we should. I think we should. Uh, I think that'll wrap it up. I, this was. I think we should let people enjoy their Thanksgivings. <laughs> what? No, you don't get to enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um. All right. So uh, we went through three. Um, let us know what you think. Email us. Give us. Oh, send us suggestions for movies that you think would be good for future installments. We won't do it every week, but for future installments of SmackDown Cinema, uh, we'll try to do them. I think, uh, I, think I really like Scott Pilgrim do... versus the World Wrestling Entertainment. I think that I... was the best one. Greasev. Greasev was good. Uh, um, the, the the demon's favorite wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, we have now all come up with... By the way, just before we go, I would like to point out none of this was planned in advance. This was all improv. This was entirely improv, so if you thought this was horrible, I'm sorry. But we didn't do any prep work, We so did. We wanted this to you. be honest, and we wanted to build this out as if like you were having an actual conversation, because yeah. we had... Uh, the, literally, the only prep I did is I've seen these movies before. Yeah, I literally walked over to the shelf, pulled off some DVDs. <laughs> that was the prep. And we started, we hit record. You told people that, that these were listeners suggested. Well, they were. I sometimes listen to the podcast. No. <laughs> so. But do send us your suggestions. Do send us suggestions so we can stop faking that listeners sent us. And um, if it's a movie we haven't seen before, then we'll just have to watch it. I suppose. Ugh. 
put in all that effort. And don't don't be giving us, you know, sh- well, you could do Shawshank. <laughs> Give us anything you want. Give us anything you want. Because we found that no matter which one we grab, we, 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 we did three very different types of movie. Yeah. And uh, we came up with three very different types of story. I'm not going to say they were good, but I'm going to say they were different. I mean, we got through them. I mean, if you look at regular booking, it's kind of par for the course. I mean, our booking made more sense sometimes than some of WWE's booking. Sometimes. Although we did forget about Bailey through most of Scott Pilgrim. Just like the WWE creative, we forgot about Bailey for a while. Well, you know, she's not a... Nia, uh, Knives Chow is not a huge part. You really wanted it to be Nia Jax. I wanted it to be Nia Jax. Just because of the name. Just because I want to see Nia Jax with a punky haircut trying to be Paige. That's so weird. To impress Sami Zayn. It's my that world. That might be a better story. <laughs> it's my world, okay? She's not like most girls. I was about to say, it's your world? Are you Jeff Jarrett now? Uh, No, I'm not, actually. J E double F, J A double R E double T. Yeah. Jeff Fafa. I don't know. I don't know where this fits in. It doesn't. Let's end. All right. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, everybody. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash barricade show. Follow us on Twitter at barricade show. You can listen to the show each and every week soundcloud.com slash barricade show or search for over the barricade podcast on itunes and google play follow lee brando on snapchat twitter and instagram at lee brando underscore and send him a friend request on facebook just search for lee brando and don't forget you can send us an email over the barricade podcast at gmail.com send in your suggestions we'll see you next week